Blog Talk Radio. I don't know anything past that. <laughs> I'm doing fine. How about you guys? I am well, thank you. Bon bon. Okay. Bon you, bon. Baba? <laughs> Merci, okay, bon bon. Bon bon. Au revoir. Oh, okay. you leaving already? Au uh, <laughs> uh, revoir. Uh, Goodbye. Okay. 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 All right. You're looking for that well, pencil, okay. huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what he said. All right. Y'all ready to get into these hot topics here and rest of the show? Sure. Let's go ahead and get into the rundown. What you got for us tonight, Kev? All right. Hot off the press. Talking, I'm telling you. A hot topic tonight a rural police apologize after drawing guns on black women and minors. Also, black mothers on play dates in D.C. confronted by Super Service with guns. And also, New York Attorney General files lawsuit to dissolve the NRA. Sounds good. Our hit and quitting headlines. Uh, Jay-Z's Rock Nation partners with Brooklyn's Long Island University to launch a new school. All right, now. 66 players opt out of the NFL season due to the um, coronavirus. And record number of women of color running for Congress in 2020. All right. Cocktail of the week is the last word. What's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news. Bank customer washes money out of virus fears. Also, Rhode Island issues tax refund checks with bogus signatures. And Australian Outback Club bans messy MU for bad behavior. I'm just saying with red wine, check your sources. Living for the City with Papa Didi. He got a surprise for us, I'm quite sure. My Hollywood wrap-up tonight. The Kiss It List and the last word. So you guys sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the Hot Topics. Hi, right, welcome back to the John Party. When you host Papa DM, you with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir. Oh, time for the hot topics. Let's get it going. Who's up first? Oh, Kettle. Right. Oh, yes. yes. This what one right breaks my heart. I hope I don't cry on this. I'm telling you, this one broke my heart when I saw this. Aurora Police apologizes after drawing guns on black women and minors. Come on in. Minors. Um, a clip is, so, is circulating on social media shows a young black family comprised of a woman and four minors on the ground. 
several handcuffs with police surrounding them. So this happened on Monday. The police department um, responsible for the distressing scene that took place um, on Sunday in Aurora, Colorado, apologized, claiming that the the, um, traumatizing event was due to a mix-up. Really? So it was the women and uh, her children were detained because police were seeking a vehicle that had the same license plate number as the one they were driving. However, the vehicle and state were not the same. Come on now. Oh. Okay, so so a bystander, she was attempting to help the, the small children. They were between the ages of 6 and 17. I repeat, 6 years old to 17 years old. Mm. A mm. woman later identified as the driver, Brittany Gilliam, was led away uh, from the young lady, 6-year-old including, in handcuffs. Now I saw this little girl, six years old, had the little princess thing on top of her head, and she was screaming. She didn't understand what was going on. She was flat on her stomach. Everybody was flat on their stomach. What pissed me off was two female cops, one male cop. The male cop uh, stooped down to ask the woman, I guess, was she okay? The women cop didn't do anything. Does anybody have morals and scruples, anything? What, what, what is going on? How in the world so, would they be okay if they're laying on the ground being accused of something crazy? That is crazy. So they said the the, the uh, police chief, uh, Vanessa Will, Will, Wilson, she apologized to the family and everything, but that's just humiliation and somebody six years old, come on now. So from, from what I've heard, they said that situations like this is high priority. Okay, fine. But you have six-year-old children. What are they going to do? I can understand that the, the parents may be handcuffed and you sit them down, but the children, they let them stay in the car. Yeah, really. So, How is a six-year-old a threat? Yeah, so, you know, they're saying that here we go again, quote, unquote, with the training. We need more training, different training. Oh, please. Come on. That's, that's just common sense and that's just humanity that you, you know, you're not putting a six-year-old on the ground. That just doesn't make sense to me. So, so uh, Wilson also added that the mix-up may have been due to part to a February incident where Gilliam uh, did report her car stolen. However, Gilliam's attorney told attorney told CNN that the car was returned the following day by the Aurora Police Department. The incident is now under investigation, of course, and an explanation of department procedure is currently taking place. Y'all need to do something. Y'all need to fix whatever's going on. Because that shit just don't make no damn sense. I'm sorry. That's just what I said. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No. Mm-mm. You're quiet over there, Papa. What, 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 what? Hmm? No, I was just going to say, if the tag numbers were the same, but the state was different, shouldn't the police have checked that? You shouldn't just be looking at, okay, letters, numbers, match. Nobody bothered to right. check and see, oh, it's a different state? I guess not. I, I don't understand. Somebody's not doing And then you job. got the children it's, on the ground? I mean, come on now. That's that's just humanity, but nobody has any humanity, apparently. Yep, that's what's going on. You quiet over the pop- what, what, what you well, I want I want the audience I want the audience to weigh in. If anybody has any questions or comments about this, you know, uh, if you're listening, press one. You be put into the queue. Um, 
the number is uh, 914-803. 4306. 4306. Like I said, if you're listening, press 1. And give us your opinion yeah. on it. You know what I mean? Because right. our opinion is our opinion, but we like to hear what other people think about it. You know, because yeah. I don't want to be so uh, so biased. I want to hear what everybody has to say. Because I think in the world today, everybody has their opinion, you know. And I think that um, to hear other people's opinion could be more interesting than what you even think. And it's good to hear what other people think just to know how they're thinking. You know, because I think right. we get blindsided by people that we call our friends or people that we think have uh, our, our thinking, but they really don't. And I would rather somebody be racist straight up front with me and tell me how you feel. You know what I mean? Right. I will still be your friend. Yeah. At least I know now where you're coming from. Exactly. As opposed to you mm-hmm. trying to sneak up on me. You know, sneak up on me. I'm a grown-ass man. How are you going to sneak up on me? And I have seen every aspect of everything. I pay attention to everything going on. I listen to conservative radio as much as I listen to urban radio. So I'm listening to what Rush Limbaugh is talking about, what what everybody is talking about, because I want to hear what everybody mm-hmm. got to say about everything, because it allows me to know how they feel and what they're saying, and it gives me a better idea of who they are, because sometimes we got to shut our mouth and open up our eyes and our ears. And I love to mm-hmm. hear when people just talk openly about how they feel. Don't be afraid. If you're a racist ass, right. then open up your mouth and talk. Don't be afraid, because, see, now you're a punk mm-hmm. ass. When you're when you're hiding behind something and you're so busy listening to black folks talk and you're living off of how they talk and how they feel, how they're surprised, how they're enlightened, how they're freaked out over Trump, but how do you feel? Talk about what's mm-hmm. going on with you, and that's what I want to hear anymore today. How other people feel because they're they're using black people as a pawn to. They always get their opinion. Oh God, all oh, them blacks is blah blah blah. Those blacks. Well, tell me what's <laughs> up with you. Like, you ain't got no problems going on in your neighborhood. Like, you ain't got nothing going on with you. I hear you. You know, like, you like you and your wife ain't fighting, arguing, dealing with crap. You Like, you ain't got a sister-in-law living with you, ain't paying you a drop of fucking rent. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't got a brother that's on drugs, oxycodone or whatever. Everybody got some stuff going on. So let he without right. sin cast the first stone. All right. So that's all well, I have to say. Let's go to the phone lines. And we're going to take a caller. Okay. Louisiana Supreme Court upholds black man's life sentence for stealing hedge clippers more than 20 years ago. A black Louisiana man will spend the rest of his life in prison for stealing hedge clippers after after the Louisiana Supreme Court denied his request to have his sentence overturned last week. Now yeah. we should be we should be up in arms over that. We don't hear that's at the Supreme Court level. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I read that, brother. Mm-hmm. I read about that, and yeah. what they were trying to say is that the issue had to do with his past record. They brought up stuff that he had done prior to that charge, and they were trying to say he was a habitual, I guess, criminal or something. And so based on stuff he had done in the past, they were saying, well, we're not going to throw out this current charge because of his past. And I'm saying, well, okay, what you did in the past, what has that got to do with a pair of hedge clippers 
And it was right. actually an attempted theft. He didn't even steal them. He tried to steal them. But that was 20 years mm. ago. Hedge clippers? Are you serious? And he's right. serving a life sentence? The man it's is ridiculous. 60 years old. And I did hear that he's 60 years old. He did it at 38. He's 60. We don't know what this man was going through. Like you said, hedge clippers. And they added, if he's staying there another 20 years, taxpayers going to be paying over a million dollars. Yeah, it's that just doesn't make any sense. Right. So we should be out there like we were with George Floyd protesting this stupid-ass crap because they're doing the same shit as they did when we were, you know, in chains. I mean, you might as well say the man is in the chains. Yeah. It's yeah. like back in the day. This is crazy. But look so. but look at the stuff that, uh, that uh, Trump has pardoned his homies over yeah. the last yeah. couple months. I mean, we're talking about Flynn. We're talking about the other guy. What's this other crazy dude's name? The one that wore the little circle of glasses that just got part. Oh, Roger Stone. Roger Stone. These, I mean, oh my goodness, it's crazy. We need to call Kim Kardashian on this. You know, maybe she can draw oh, some somebody. light to it. You know, she might be able to help the man. Yeah. yeah. Well, just going to yeah. show you that, that that Louisiana Supreme Court is still living in in, in the dark zone. And that's yeah. the Supreme Court. That Supreme Court in Louisiana is comprised of all white people sure. and one black female. And the one black female is the was the one no. who said no. I mean, who said right. yes to overturn it. It was the other white right. people who right. said no, let him stay in jail, serve right. the life sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want the man to rot in jail. That's what he wanted to do. Yeah, but yeah thank Over you, Carl. That, that, that was a good offer. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, very interesting. Yeah, know, I know. had them on my kiss yeah. list, but we didn't pull the whole story. But I'm glad you called, brother. Yeah, thank you mm-hmm. for that uh, that input like that. But uh, but but like mm-hmm. getting on that other story, and we'll we'll move on after this on that Aurora thing. You know, and, mm-hmm. and they had they had guns drawn on these people on that and that Aurora mm-hmm. thing. And Aurora also yeah. killed that young man not long ago that was uh, walking home that night. That young boy that got killed, he uh. He had a little something a little mental going on with him, and he had a hoodie on and a mask. His mask looked like he was in. I I just think that the fear is just so vicious. I mean, you know, you lived your life in these little lily neighborhoods your whole life, and now you're trying mm-hmm. to police people that you haven't never experienced. You know, you're walking in the projects of somewhere that you never lived before. That's like me walking out on a golf course or a country club. I'd be just as scared because oh, I never experienced a country club. A country club, you say that word country club, and people may think it's a nice place, a lovely place you want to get a membership for. But, hell, it's always been so denial on people of color to hell. I'm scared to death to walk on a country club. Shit, you don't catch my ass on there. I don't want to be there. I mean, people have to understand, too, and that's another thing, and I'll close on this. You have to stop thinking that, first of all, that black folks are going to home to some vicious neighborhood that nobody wants to be in. The only people that don't want to be in that neighborhood is you. People are okay where they live. And, and stop acting like when people say the black community, when they say the black community, they talk about the black community as a whole, as a whole world, meaning Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, anybody that's black in the community, our thought pattern of community, our spirit of community, not where the hell we live. And when they say black lives matter, all lives matter, uh, you know, everybody is taking stuff so literal and twisted. And it's it's scary because it's almost like we're dealing with someone from a whole other planet, 
And it's scary because who the hell is scared of who? Y'all the ones with all the damn guns. So who the hell, who's scared of who? Shit, I, I mean, it's just, I'll leave that alone. I'll get back with that on, you know, what's popping, but... According to uh, what the attorney said on their behalf, 
and eventually let the two mothers go. And they said they were never given an apology, nor did they get answers to their questions about why they were even being detained. And before uh, they left from the whole situation, the women did get the name and badge numbers of every officer that was involved. So the attorney for the women says that Secret Service acknowledged that they did receive a letter on behalf of the women demanding answers and an investigation. Mm-hmm. This is insane. I mean, mm-hmm. ram the car. Can you imagine? You, you're in the car with your girlfriend. You got your two babies in the back seat. Y'all just trying to have fun in the fountain with the babies. And Secret Service going to ram into your car and then get out and pull the rifle out. What the hell? Could you imagine the babies? They were, they were traumatized, I'm quite sure. I'm sure. They crying, crying in the back of a hot, in a hot car. car. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, boy. I, I, I just don't do? understand. I don't understand. It, it, it's, it's just like they don't want us to be here. Like, we, we don't have any rights to be here, and that's not that's not right. We have every right no, to be here. That's what's pissing me off. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess I'd be underneath the jail if that was me, because I'm telling you, I would have a fit. <laughs> yeah. You know. I would have been yeah. hollering just as loud as those babies. I would have been like, look, I'm getting ready to get my baby out of the back of this hot car. So if you plan on using that rifle, now's the time. Because what you're not going to do is let that child sit in that car, die or choke, or or have a heat stroke or any of the other things detrimental that could happen to my child. That's my offspring. You may not love them, but I do. So you can kiss. Never mind. Let me stop. Okay. Okay. Let me take a sip. They got me fired up now. <laughs> Is this stuff that makes sense? Yeah, it's getting ugly. I mean, you ran their cars? If you thought the car was stolen, why didn't you just pull them over and ask for license and registration and check whatever information? If you were looking for two black men, why were they even stopped in the first place? It, it doesn't even add up. I, Kevin, you may be right. I think they just don't want us here. Well, you're not going to win that battle. Anyway, um uh, this next story is uh, this is this is kind of scary as well. This New York Attorney General, she filed a lawsuit to uh, dissolve the NRA. Now, I'm just I'm praying for this woman every minute of every day because boy, she's she is definitely uh, opening up Pandora's box. Okay, because them people, they are completely nuts. Okay, they 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 uh, my goodness, that is a cult that is unbelievable. You know, people, I mean, these jokers sit around and brag about their membership card and their wallet that they have for the NRA. And it's just like, you know, I mean, memberships and membership is not to brag about. And it's just, it's just a, it's a, it's a, a gun, uh, you know, it's a gun company. It's not anything special. It's not American Express black card or what have you, you know. Anyway, New York Attorney General, her name is, uh, Latifa James, she announced that she will attempt to dissolve the National Rifle Association, accusing its senior leadership of violating laws governing nonprofit groups. Now, they're listed, they're listed as a nonprofit organization. Hmm. Okay, now this group, man, I don't even, I won't even, I'm not even going to elaborate on because I'm scared to death to even talk about these jokers. That's how vicious they are. I mean, the mindset of them about the amendment and the 
Second Amendment rights and bearing arms and all. I can understand, appreciate all that. Believe me, home protection has its purpose, you know. But when you got 10, 12 guns, you're buying 10, 12 guns out, out of the uh, the gun shows, and then these guns just happen to trickle down into the black neighborhoods. You know, they, they finally made mention of it in Chicago. They were saying a lot of these guns come from um, Indiana, near Chicago, mm-hmm. and these guns are filtered from the gun shows in Indiana, trickling down to Chicago. You know, they'll go in there and buy them in Indiana. They'll come out with 25 guns. And then what they don't want to keep for themselves, they'll sell five of them down in the hood to a good friend that comes up to the suburbs to buy them, and they take them down. I mean, you know what I mean? Because we ain't going to those stores and buying no guns in most cases, especially people that's on the street, got criminal records and things of this nature. So the guns will come from somewhere. But anyway, let's get back to this particular story here. Uh, now, she, she's accusing them, which they're, they're considered a nonprofit organization and everything thereof. So if you have a nonprofit organization, that means that in most cases your student loans are, are can be abolished. There's so many different benefits of having a nonprofit organization, even if you're a part of it, okay? So the news released Thursday morning, uh, James, a Democrat, alleged that uh, current and former NRA leadership instituted a, uh, a culture of self self-dealings and, and manage, mismanagement of the money that they're doing, all kind of lavish situations, staying in all kind of lavish yachts and you name it. And they got records of all this stuff that they're doing at the, at the, um, the, the membership's expense. And, and I'm That's telling wild. you, everybody and his brother that you know who are gun owners have a membership that's NRA, and they brag about it. I mean, that's their national pastime where they're fishing, talking about the different brochures they got in the mail and stuff coming up and new guns that are coming out. And it's just it's ridiculous conversation. Some of they have nothing else to talk about except who got the biggest gun. Now, I don't know if that's a shortcomings for what they've got between their legs or whatever they what they packing all these guns for, but it's, it's really interesting, you know. But all I have to say about this particular lawsuit is that for this young lady here, uh, Latifah James, to to watch yourself, you know, because you're dealing with a company here that is so self-righteous, and they got everybody and their brother who's gun owners behind them. So just just watch yourself, because we may want to do things based on how we feel and our job and all that, but our safety is such a factor. I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, Megger Edwards, the way he got killed by getting shot in the back in his driveway, just getting off of work from what he did, in his profession and was getting out of the car and going in the house to his wife and daughter. And this old farmer rolls up in a pickup truck and, and shoots him in the back. You know, and who says what, what, what Meg Edwards could have been? You know, he's one of the great American civil rights heroes, and he was just shot in the back ruthlessly by an old Yahoo cowboy. And he only realized the importance of the person. The person you killed was more important than your Yahoo ass. And that's the sad part about it, you know. And, and and so I just say to just watch yourself, because we're dealing with people who got mindsets from their grandpappies back in the late 1700s, early 1800s, through the 1800s, and the grandfather, the great great grandfather, taught the great grandfather who taught the grandfather who taught the father who are now the 
father of the children today, and they got their same limited knowledge and rotation in their mind about black people and how they feel and their guns, and it's going around in that little peanut brain, and they think the same way with the Confederate flag and everything, and that mindset it just goes on and on and been going on for 200 years on how they think, and that's well, all they know. The alternative of what? I mean, should she just look the other way? I just say protect yourself, okay. you know, protect yourself. I'm not talking about her alternative or anything. You are a person that's going to work and doing a job. When you walk out that job, protect yourself because you are dealing with an organization now that is off the chain with all kinds of stuff. They're vicious. The NRA wasn't, is um, vicious, 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 believe wasn't, me. Uh, gosh, what is his name? Oliver North. He was in charge of that organization at some point. No, I don't know if it was in the gun trade, and he was the one that was in the contra, the contra. Um, right. Guns. No, the person that, that was in charge. Was one of those. Uh, no, the, the officers. No, no you think okay. about the other actor, the one who played the, the the Ten Commandments. He was the one running it for a long time. Charleston Heston. Charleston Heston used to be the leader of that crew. I thought I read something about Oliver North being. Well, he may have been associated with. Yeah, the, well, he was because he's a gun guy. Something up in the ranks. But he was involved with all the contra guns. You got people now, and some of the people over in Iran, Iraq, are, are shooting Americans with the guns that Ali North sold them mm-hmm. forty years ago. But the main one that, that played the Ten Commandments, Charleston Heston, yeah. used to be a big CEO of uh, of that. Well, I hope that she can, you know, protect herself, as you said, but I hope she ends up taking them down because not not only is it wrong, but it's illegal. It's not going to be easy. You know, as a nonprofit organization, you are not allowed to use the organization as your private piggy bank to just say, I'm going to go and take this trip to the Bahamas. Yeah, but that's her thought process, but their thought process that you're trying to take us down. It's a difference from what she's thinking on a legal aspect and what they're thinking on the ignorant aspect. That's all right, I'm saying. Right, but I'm saying, but the the law is still the law. Yeah, but they're not There's, thinking about the law. That money is not supposed to be used that way. They're not thinking that about money the law. is supposed to be used to run the organization. Right. Yeah, but just speaking in the perfect world, as far as people to get decent. their vacations. And for them to just go have right, a Right, but just speaking from a decent person's part of view, not a Yahoo peanut brand. Right, but I'm still saying it's the law. Okay, well, It's that's... not about being decent. It's the law. And well, when you break the law, but then you're with someone is going to come after you to say you broke the law. But you're you dealing with people who aren't decent, so you're never going to be on the same wavelength. That's why I said watch yourself. You ain't going to straighten them out. How are you going to straighten out a Trump lover? You're going to try to convince a Trump lover to vote for Biden? Speaking of Trump, did you hear what Trump said about it? Trump said what he thinks that that organization needs to do is move out of move their headquarters from New York and move to Texas. I guess Texas is a gun loving state. Well, there you so go. Trump we'll see said, that's the support Trump he's said I think they should move to Texas and live a wonderful life. Yeah, well, that's there what you he go. said. Well, he's trying to avoid a situation, so. Like I said, now you got Trump on his side, so I tell you, it's a vicious entity. Like I said, we'll move on. We'll take a little yeah. break. We'll take a break and uh, uh, come back with uh, Hit It and Quit It. Yeah, I just hope she gets him. We'll be right back. Hope she puts on a full group there. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of those poppers. I'm here with Kev. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. 
before we left, we were talking about the young lady, uh, Latifah James, and um, I understand what Red Wine is saying about what she's trying to accomplish as far as to get them to do the right thing as far as to what, they're, what they're doing with the monies from the NRA. The, the, the newscast was saying they're using it for their own piggy bank to do to furnish what they want to furnish and do what they want to do, but that's not what uh, money is designed for from a nonprofit organization. They said that also that they were diverting charitable donations that they weren't the the, the chari- charities were not receiving their donations from the NRA. So this is the legal aspect of things. But what I was saying was that they don't care about that. Maybe they'll the leadership will have to account for that. But you got to watch out for the little members that have so much loyalty to that company that they would do anything. You know, like you giving a crackhead $5 to do something for you. You know what I mean? Hmm. You got to watch out for the, the the mindless people that just thinking that they're supporting the system as a whole and not thinking about what, you know, what the consequence of their action. They're just trying to save the brand, so to speak. I mean, it's just a, it's very vicious, you know, and, I don't know. It's just suspicious. I, I just look at both sides of things today, and I just think that, you know, she can be trying to do something that she think is very, you know, thoughtful and quintessential to what it is she's trying to achieve for the world, for life, pursuit of happiness and everything. But then, like I said, with Mega Edwards, there's always the evil, vicious ones that's just trying to stop you cold, you know, and, and that at that point it involves your family and your life. In your lifestyle, and that's where you have to watch yourself, and we have to look at that today, because people are vicious. They're just they're a mess. They're horrible. Anyway, so All that's right. where we left off. So we're we're going down with the hit and quit it, and uh, who's uh, first up with we're this? Going hit? to cattle first. Jay Z. Jay Z is in the news. Let's see what's going on with him. Jay Z's Rock Nation partners with Brooklyn's Long Island University to launch a new school. Yay! He unveiled his latest power move, and this is this one is for the culture. Entertainment Mogul and his entertainment company, Rock Nation, um, they partnered up with Brooklyn's Long Island University to launch to launch the Rock Nation School of Music, Sports, and Entertainment. And the first thing um, we're all wondering is. How can he sign? How can we sign up? <laughs> Sounds uh-huh. good. Um, it will offer undergraduate degrees in music technology, um, entrepreneurship and production, um, also sports management. Uh, the school will uh, will begin accepting applications this fall for the 2021 semester, and Rock Nation Hope Scholarship recipients will be selected from a group of uh, academically uh, competitive, need-based first-time freshmen from New York. All right. Um, A portion of the students enrolled in the uh, inaugural Rock Nation classes upon launching next fall will receive full rides based on their financial need and merit. Pretty cool. Sounds good. So it doesn't say where it's located, but... um, Somewhere in Brooklyn, because that's where he's originally from. So, um, uh, uh, Papa, doesn't um, Jay-Z have a management company, a sports management company, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, it's his own, yeah. Right, yeah, he's, right. Uh, he, manages, he, manages, he manages some players out there. Quite oh, a few, okay. as a matter of okay. fact. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. 
Yeah, you want to have somebody cool. got money manage you. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah been... for sure. I mean, that's pretty cool. So, um, All right. yeah, we got to keep, keep an eye on that. Yeah, shout out to Jay-Z and Rock Nation. All right. All right. I know that's right. All right. Uh, Papa Didi, over to you. Oh, let's see here. Um, in the NFL, 66 players have opted out to uh, not play in the NFL this season. I guess all that uh, all that bone and cheek and sweating and falling on top of each other, some players is not for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. All right. Uh, I mean, you talk about the, what they call that, droplets that give you the, the uh, mm-hmm. disease. Shit, in football, you're getting more than droplets on you, boy. You're getting a whole whew. Anyway, a total of 66 players have opted out of the uh, 2020 NFL season, which is due to start around the 13th or so of, uh, I think it was a Thursday night game, so it's probably the 13th or 15th of September. I don't have a calendar in front of me. Uh, due to corona um, uh, pandemic, uh, nearly half of them were linemen. That are that ones that are up close and personal, do the tackling, do the blocking. You know, they they know there's a lot of sweating, a lot of breathing, a lot of contact. So, players with a uh, with with maybe some medical situation, they've opted out, and they'll receive uh, like three hundred fifty thousand dollars of money that's uh, going to be given them just as a a charitable donation for the NFL to help them out during the season. They giving them right the right to do that. All right. So the voluntary one that opted out, they're. Uh, then they're giving a hundred fifty thousand out for people that uh tour their tour their salaries as well. So they're they're helping them out. So no no team has come close to New England in losing players for the upcoming season, which begins oh begins on September tenth, okay, with Houston facing the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. The Patriots already minus several stars who left on free agency, including oh. of course Tom Brady and uh oh. other people, uh they're out. But different people from different teams, I won't name all the people on there. Uh, but uh, major major players of all the teams, a lot of a lot of main people on the teams. The only teams that haven't that have everybody coming to the season are the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Atlanta Falcons, and the Los Angeles Chargers. Nobody from those teams have dropped out. Everybody from those teams are all playing. Hmm. All right. So um, with that being said. Uh, it seems like, uh, like any other sport, everybody has their own speculations. Some people have children coming. Some people have different situations where they don't want to take it home to their significant others or whatever whatever that limit is. But uh, all we can say is God bless them, and that was a real – a lot of them losing a lot of money, you know, $10, 20000000 million. Yeah. First on the NFL, giving you $350,000 to live on for that particular season. And um, so I'd say to them um, – you know, for you to um, do that, sacrifice that money, then if you feel like your health is more important, your life and your family is more important, then so be it. So You better sign up for Lyft and start it. driving. Yeah. <laughs> they won't get 66 all that players. That, that's well, never a lot. you got to understand, too, out of that there, that's just a little more than four members of one team collectively. So... 66 players is not a lot. There's a lot of players that are still still playing. They said I'll I mean, take the chance. Man, I think a team has about mm-hmm. maybe five on the roster, something like that. So oh. 66 is almost a little more than what a team has on their roster as far as members mm-hmm. go. So so it's okay. uh, mm-hmm. 
Anyway, so stay tuned. All right. Well, I've got one for you. There is a record number of women of color running for Congress this year. Hey! This year, at least 267 women of color are major party candidates for Congress. This is shattering the previous record of 179 women of color who ran in 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, And with the candidates filing deadlines passed in all 50 states, the report reflects the total filed major party candidates, including women who ran or already won or lost their primaries as well, and those who still have primaries to come. So the number of women of color who identify as either black, Latina, Asian, or Pacific Islander, Middle Eastern, North African, Native American, or just multiracial, are running for the U.S. House has jumped from 167 uh, two years ago to 249 this year. And for the Senate, at least 18 women of color are running, compared with 12 two years ago. So the last congressional elections in 2018, of course, broke numerous records for racial and gender representation in Congress. And this year, a number of women of color have already won primaries, including, I don't know if you all read about Cori Bush. She's a black progressive candidate and activist who unseated Democrat, uh, Repub- Democrat Representative William Lacey Clay in Missouri. That just happened this past Tuesday. Now, this woman had run previously and lost. She was a community person that became an activist out of the, um, oh, gosh, the city just went out of my head, in Missouri, where the big rally, one of the big rallies and protests happened when a brother got shot, and then the name of the city just left my head. Oh, I can't think of it. But... Oh, gosh, I can't think of it. But there in Missouri, she was involved in that situation, and she became a community activist. She lost two years ago, but she came back and beat the incumbent. And this guy has been in office, the one she beat, for quite a while. And I guess the whole city said, you know what, we had enough of him. Give her a shot. And there's a few others. Another woman, Keita Haynes, out of Tennessee. Uh, She's trying to become the first black woman uh, that the state of Tennessee sends to Congress. So we're wishing her all the best. So, yeah, there's a lot of them. There's uh, 584 women or major party candidates for the U.S. House. That's like a 23% increase. So, you know, we're looking at all the stats and all. So I just wish them all well. They're doing their thing. The women of color said we're tired of sitting on the sidelines, leaving it up to these men folks. We're going to get in the game and show y'all how it's done. Is that what it is, Rear One? That's what it is. Okay. That's what they told me. So shout out to all the women that are running. (laughs) Do your thing, ladies. All right. I know that's what. All right. I hear ice. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's see. Um, So. We're up to the cocktail of the week. Do we need to take a break and refill no, our no, cocktails? No, no, what's the cocktail of the week? I'm drinking what's called Uncle Ernest, Uh-oh. which is one of the first. Uh, oh, Ernest. Uncle Ernest, he's one of the first uh, unknown. That's, uh, what is that? 
Uncle Nearest. Oh, uh-oh. You know what, red wine. You know what? Get it right. You know, you know what? First of all, if I would have said Uncle Ernest and would have flew, it would have flew. Okay, but I'm see, sorry. red wine is like. I had an uncle named Uncle Ernest. That's yeah, see, like uncle see, now you make an alibi for, for just looking over my shoulder. And, and I had an Uncle Ernest. All right, what well, what you corrected me, and I appreciate that. But uh, No, you did What I said was flying. <laughs> Okay, okay, it was flying. I'll take it back. And, um, <laughs> yeah, well, this is... <laughs> I, I, I took it back. There it is again. I took it back. Is this oh, what God. women in Congress going to uh, do? Speak over everybody? Uh-uh. Well, this mm-hmm. is for the women in Congress. I'm going to give you all the cocktail of the week, and y'all can go ahead and finish. Um, the cocktail of the week is called The Last Word. Mm. It's uh, 1.75 ounces of Martin Miller's gin, or gin of your choice. I prefer Bombay Sapphire. Uh, 0.75 ounces of green chartreuse, which is probably a liqueur. 0.75 ounces of Lexardo maraschino liqueur. That's from an uh, old, uh, uh, that's a family name, Lexardo, um, dates back to 1821. And also 0.75 ounces of lime juice. So we combine all the ingredients in a cocktail shaker and shake with ice. Drain into a cocktail coupe glass. So that's called the last word. So, guys, enjoy hey. that. Yeah. that and what do you drink, Papa? Now you can tell Anyway, this is, this, this is, thank you. <laughs> Cattle, I appreciate you, uh, yeah. Because, see, Red Wine, she's so educated uh. that she needs to get a little more <laughs> liberal. Anyway, I'm, I'm drinking something you. called Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest was a unknown black man who actually invented the uh, distilleries and stuff in Tennessee uh, years ago. And nobody knew him because of all the oppression that went on years ago. You know, we always invented stuff, but other people got the, you know, took the, took the credit for it. Like, I don't even think Thomas Edison probably even invented electricity. I think a black man did it at night. And Thomas Edison came in in the barn the next morning. The lights was already on. You know what I'm saying? And he said, what, 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 what's All that? Right. And, and, the, and the slave probably said, well, well, sir, when I mixed this white wire with this black wire, the lights came on. And the first thing Thomas Edison said, did you tell anybody? You know what I mean? And and, and from there forward, Thomas Edison allegedly invented electricity with some bullshit. Anyway. But I'm just gonna put it out there. Anyway, we're gonna go straight into what's popping with me tonight. All right, let's 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 uh let's clear this up a little bit. Now, all this wider stuff is going on. Wider was a lawman back in the day, in the 1800s, middle 1800s. Erp, wider had a bunch of brothers, a bunch of siblings, and brothers and sisters. He had two wives, and he was he was a great white lawmaker called Wider. And this is how these people back in the day, what y'all was saying about what happened down at the World War II Memorial mm-hmm. and people drawing guns and everything, because Wyatt Earp was always ready to draw his gun on everybody. And see, what people think today is that no matter what they do, Trump's going to get them off. So there's got to be some mind thinking based on your ignorance. Your ignorance has to be protected by something. You know, it's always been told that, like, if you're going to be arrogant, you got to be perfect. You know, I tell a lot of people my job that I be teaching, and and they they just want to do it their way. And I'm trying to keep up with the traditions. You know, I'm being there 30 years. I'm trying to keep up with traditions on how it works and why it works, 
But people come there 20 years younger than me, 25 years younger than me, they want to reinvent the wheel. And they're actually working harder. They're actually doing double work. They look at you being older thinking you're doing something the long way. Nah, I'm doing it the way I know it works, and I'm doing it with the tools I have to get it done. Because you may be in a place when it comes to getting tools, they may be hollering budget, 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 so you learn to work with the stuff you got. But these jokers come in and want to waste ink, waste this, waste that. They complain about wasting paper. Hell, they you wasting ink. Ink is much more important than paper. You're putting everything in red and yellow and blue. Hell, that's what costs money. If I give you $100 to go to the to the, to the the uh, office depot, you buying paper, I'm buying ink. Guess how much paper I'm coming out with with $100? Guess how much ink you coming out with with $100? You coming out with a small, little small bag. Anyway, getting off the subject of that here. But the whole wired herb thing, these cops are obviously not looking at the news. They're not looking, they're not paying attention to the protesting because you, we were hearing about stuff that was done just as vicious as Floyd two, three days later to other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We were protesting George Floyd and in another state, somebody was doing something else vicious to, to another black person while protesting was going on somewhere else. So some of these white cops are not watching the news. They ain't paying attention to the protesting. They're living the life the way they live it. They, they've lived in their, their lily white lives. Now they put a uniform on them and they're policing the very same people that they never learned anything about in their life. You don't know anything. You don't know anything about black hair, black style, black flavor, black culture. You don't know any of that, and you're scared to death at every aspect that you walk through. And you're learning that that little nine millimeter on your hip, as you walk through the projects to so-called have the watch of the project, you know that that's not enough for you. You may have like a round of eighteen bullets on your on your person. A little gun down in your little, you know, in your ankle, your ankle gun, your gun on your hip, and all the little stuff you have as a police officer to protect yourself. But you're so scared that that's still not enough. This is why when you do stuff and they shoot people, man, the most of the, 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 the things that they've done with people, they've shot the, the assailant 10, 12 times, right? Mm-hmm. When they stop people for a stop, uh, or a traffic stop that they killed unarmed, it'd be, how many times were these people shot? They just unloaded, and that one gentleman that was there with his girlfriend, they were filming it. At the time, uh, I forget his name, fails me now. But he got shot like seven times. The guy just unloaded on him. And it's just so sad. It's so pitiful. I mean, does everything have to be so vicious? And why? And they say they need more training. Well, I say this all the time. That training should have started when they were 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. This is when... Life cultures and life differences and life diversity should have been implanted then. You can't implant somebody in something in them at 42 years old where their mind is already made up. You know, their lifestyle is already made up. Their choices of culture and their choices of what's right and what's wrong and who's below them has already been decided. So therefore, what what are you gonna what are you gonna do? You're spending money now to send them to a class. Then they go to the class, and the first thing that they're pissed off about is the person that's teaching them is usually a person of color. Who else teaches them about diversity? They walk in there, and there's a black woman, and the first thing the white man say, you walk in the classroom is, oh shit, what else she gonna teach us? Ah, you know what I mean? They got ah, ah, that whole Yahoo, ah, ah, oh my god, I gotta sit through this. Ah, I need some coffee. Ah, you know what I mean? 
all that that old Yahoo talk, that Yahoo attitude, that Yahoo I don't give a fuck about you black people. That's just what they think that goes to their mind. I don't need this. Ah, we getting paid to be here. Is this overtime? You know what I mean? The, the, the mindset is just crazy. It is so, so crazy because they've been raised in a world where they've been privileged to, to golf courses and, and, and different different situations and different, you know, country clubs and that was at their back door. They're raised in Annapolis where they had rivers in their backyard, which is stuff that they that, that was not offered to other people. Of course you got it because millions of people weren't allowed to buy it, weren't allowed to even be there. So you got it. You was raised there as a child since seven years old. So that's what you think peaceful living is, you know. It's just it's just a mess. I mean, look at the history of it. Don't I, I don't know. It's just it's frustrating. I talk about it with strength. I don't talk about it with fear or anything. Because if I was a slave, I've been a dead slave. But uh, just understand where it's coming from, and just you know, just live your life safe. You know, live your life safe. Make sure your papers right on your car. You know, fix you. Go check your lights on your car. Try to find all the reasons why you won't get pulled over. You know, and just just watch yourself. You know, that's all I got to say on that. All right. All right, that was a good one, Papa. I agree with you. I think sometimes you know we walk around with blinders on. Yeah. Some people, you know. And they don't realize that the things that are normal for some mm-hmm. are abnormal for others. Yeah. So, you know, for people who are unaccustomed to being stopped by the police, when they do get stopped, you know, they're freaking out. But for those that are accustomed to being stopped, it's just another day at the office. They know what to do. I mean, it, exactly. like, it's like, but all you right, can't guarantee, you though, because you can get a jerk off that will that will be pissed at you for being a conservative Negro. You know what I mean? So you can't win. You cannot win. Don't think that I'm going to handle this right. I'm going to say all the right stuff. I got my glove. I got my proof of insurance, my registration, my cars are 2019, yada, yada, yada. Everything is in place. And that could piss them off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's not well, driving. You never know he, what's going to set somebody. Right. He's not driving a fucking Audi like you or driving a BMW or, or a Mercedes. And you work hard to drive that damn car. And he's got a pickup truck with a fucking gun rack in the back of it. So, yeah. you know, that's his life. But he's pulling you over saying, damn, well, who's this? Who Whose car does this belong to? You know what I mean? So you'd be surprised. It's a mess. It's a complete mess on all four sides. So, anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. All right. Uh, where are we here? Well, let's take a quick break. And then we're coming back with uh, the lighter side, the weirdness. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. <laughs> it's time for the weird news. Don't laugh, Kettle. We know that uh, <laughs> we know Red Wine's from another planet. It's time for the weird news. Uh, you ever hear the word the way she says docu- documentary? Don't start with documentary. He gets he gets it like five uh, syllables. Documentary. Anyway. My documentary. Not in it. Can, I, can I talk about the weird news, please? Por favor. Thank you. Now. My first weird news story, or my only weird news story. See, Papa, you got me all messed up. Okay, wait, let me do this again. It's all your fault. So you're going to start with a segment of Yes, I'm starting over. 
Okay. Now, weird news. We're going to lighten it up, right, Kevin? Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> now, if a bank customer washes money out of uh, coronavirus fears. Now, this one comes out of Seoul, South Korea. Money laundering is not a good idea, as a South Korean uh, found out when he or she put their banknotes in a washing machine trying to remove any possible traces of the coronavirus. Officials say the loss of money was considerable. The person was living in Anson City near Seoul, placed an unspecified amount of uh, 50,000 won, which is about $42 in bills, in a washing machine earlier uh, this month. Some of the money was seriously damaged, and the person reached out to the Bank of Korea to find out if they could exchange it for new bills. But under the bank rules uh, on exchange of damaged or mutilated or contaminated banknotes, the person was provided with the new currency that only totaled about 23 million won, which was 19,000, wait a minute, which was 19,320 according to the Bank of Korea. That must have been 42,000. Oh, okay. It said 42, but I think it was 42,000 is what they had, but the bank only gave them back 19,000. So the bank official said that the 50,000 bills that the bank exchanged, they only did it for half the value. She said the bank doesn't count the number of bills when the exchange and or damage is too big. So bottom line is that this person tried to wash the money, jack the money up, and try to go to the bank and get it exchanged for money that wasn't jacked up. And mm-hmm. the bank said, you jacked it up. We can only give you about half of the value mm-hmm. for what you brought in. So this person lost about half of their money trying to wash corona <laughs> off of their money. Mm. I guess they thought it was a good idea. So then somebody asked the question, well, what about microwaving it? Will that kill the virus? And according to the bank, there was another person who tried microwaving money, and they damaged it, and they ended up losing money as well. And the South Korean bank was putting out an advisory telling people, please do not microwave, do not put it in the oven, do not wash it. And they were saying that disinfecting money was unclear as to whether you can do this. So they were telling people basically just cut it out. Unless you don't want your money, (laughs) stop doing it. So they said antivirus guidelines in South Korea do not include sterilizing money in a washing machine either. So if you're thinking about trying that, don't. Where was this? This was in Seoul, South Korea. Okay. All righty. Okay. I'm trying to get rid of Rona. Why, why'd you ask that, Kelly? You going to stay away from wherever that was? So, anyway. You didn't wash your money, did you, Kelly? Nope, I did not. Uh-uh. Thank you for letting me know. I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, my weird news is uh, Rhode Island issues uh state tax refund checks signed by Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse. Really? Okay, Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island. This is a true story. This is reported by the Associated Press. Rhode Island mistakenly send out uh, 
175 uh, tax refund check signed by Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse rather than the uh, state's treasurer and comptroller. Okay, the Rhode Island Division of Taxation used the signatures on test files. They wanted to run some checks first to see if everything was working on the sort machine and everything else. Now the machine goes from the sort machine to the mail to the mm-hmm. Pitney Bowes machine, if they still use that to put posters on it and send it out. So Rhode Island Division of Taxation used the signatures on test files, which were mistakenly printed on the real checks. They didn't take it off, and they sent it out on Monday. A spokesman told uh, WPRI-TV. Okay, no no other signature line was printed besides the two, said uh, Jade Bronson, chief of staff of the uh, Rhode Island Department of Revenue, which includes the taxation division. Okay, Mickey Mouse is a cartoon character that was animated and produced by Walt Disney, which was his first big hit. Mm-hmm. The checks were tax refunds for corporate mostly, which was your, you know, use sales, sales and uses tax and yeah. your... Uh, business credit checks, and it's all went out to different businesses uh, that the uh, TV station WJAR-TV had reported. Uh, the tax division had voided the checks and uh, issued new checks signed by the general treasurer, which is Steph Magaziner, and uh, state comptroller Peter Kasner, which would be able to, everybody will receive in one week. I would definitely keep that check as a souvenir. Yeah, they should personally frame myself. that. Yeah, I wouldn't send it back. That's funny. I wonder how many people tried to cash it, not paying it any mind. Yeah, that's true. You that's know, I mean, that. how many people really know who the comptroller is? Well, I'll be honest with you. To see something with Walt Disney's name, well, Walt Disney is a fictitious. Yeah, that's, that's a not name his that real name. No, that that couldn't have been right. But Mickey Mouse, on the other hand, I mean, no, <laughs> I'm just saying Walt Disney. You know the the brand of Walt Disney to have that on a check. You know that that that's good. I mean they own yeah, ABC, ESPN. Oh, my goodness, Disney owns everything. Everything that Jeff, oh, Jeff Bezos doesn't. So, All right. Uh, so you saying, so, Papa? So you saying Walt Disney is not a real name? No, Walt Disney is the brand of the name. Uh, the, the gentleman's name. Uh, I forget what what his name is. But that was that was the company name of Walt Disney. I mean, they use it now as the company name. But that was the, his the name. person. Yeah, that was his name, Walter. I don't know if Disney Walter was his last name. Was it really? It was Walter. Walter. Really? Yep, I'm okay. looking it up. Yep, Walter Disney. Yep. Well, excuse cool. me, I'm I'm going off the top of my head, and you guys are going <laughs> in the internet, so you'll always so exceed me knowledge-wise, but. Uh, Walter I thought that could have been Ilias like McDonald's. You no, know, because McDonald's. Ilias Disney. Uh-uh. But I thought Go it could have been sorry. like McDonald's, you know, because McDonald's uh, is Ray Kroc. His name was yeah. not. Yeah, usually the name McDonald's. Disney is not, you know, usually the name is, the, the, the word is attached to the brand as opposed to the people who was the original owner of it. But I guess Walt Disney right. is uh, his name. But, uh, yeah. but just yeah, like you is. said, if I saw something <laughs> that said Walt Disney on it, I would cash it because that's very authentic. I mean, my goodness, they own ESPN, ABC. You know, they own teams. Of, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Everything you want to name out there, the Lion King, anything good, Toy Story, you name it. Hey, Kettle. Yeah. So was Mickey's last name really Mouse? Ah. Yeah, Miss Internet Lady. <laughs> you know, we really need to... Uh, uh, we need to we need to hire us an intern that can pull up stuff like that, 
that we would know. That way we won't, you know, make fools of ourselves in the process, you know. So oh, anyway, we can drop. Well, but I'd like to, That's I'd like to, uh, I'd like to put a word out as far as an intern uh, that we can maybe hire someone, you know, to uh, to come on the set and pull up things for us, you know. They have to be 21 because of the Delt show, uh, Brawlers. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. What else? Uh, what other qualities? Uh, let's go on the camera for the weirdness. Papa's getting oh, weird my. now. Um, okay. Um, give you a little history here. Let me see. This particular weird news <laughs> is from Australia. Um, an American Outback pub has banned emus. E- 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 which are large birds. Um, it's a large, flightless running bird from Australia. It's an Australian bird. Um, they banned um, those particular birds for, quote-unquote, bad behavior and erected barriers to prevent the large, flightless birds from creating havoc inside. So they say the locals and the tourists have been... Um, Bothered by the um, antics of these birds, they get to steal their food from people in the Yarraka, a remote um, Queensland state outpost with a, a permanent population of 18 people. What? What the hell? What kind of 18 people in the whole town? It says population of 18. Okay. Um. So they are being banned going in these restaurants. Why would they go in the restaurant in these pubs? I don't unless these pubs are outside. It so, must be oh, the trailer park. Let me get it right. Visitors staying at the Yarrawack trailer park have been surprised by the length of the of these birds will go to steal food, including pecking of fried egg off a barbecue plate and so on. Um, they will lean through the trailer door with their long necks and pluck toast out of the toaster. Okay. Whoa. So if you got a mug of coffee on the on the table by the door, they will drink all the coffee without spilling it. What? That's, That's crazy. crazy. So they're just an eating machine. That's what they're saying. Yep. And, they and have the bird is called eight emu? of them. Emu. The bird yep. is called an emu. Yep. Oh, like a Liberty Mutual, the emu. Oh, yeah, emu. the emu. Yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah. Make that. Yep. And that's a real bird on there. It's actually trained. It's a real bird. Yep. That's what Yeah, the one on the commercial. He's a real bird. Yep. He's actually, I read up on that. He's actually trained like that, but it makes it. Yeah, that's crazy. emu and Doug. And Doug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What it look? They done made the weird news, so the yeah. But, but where did how did I don't know how Liberty Mutual, you know, that's my insurance company too. How they come up with that campaign, man? That is so. Oh my god, I, no, that should be I don't weird know. News. That is so tacky. It's just so. Oh my lord, but is that where my remember, but people remember that particular commercial because of that crazy ass bird and that crazy man. So yeah, but if this yeah. my it's my insurance company, is that where your advertised hours are going to a? Apparently. Oh my! You know what I mean? Come on. Oh, really? I guess so. To an emu. And when I go to file a claim, you're going to you're going to deny my claim that I filed because you paid it to an emu and a and Doug. <laughs> I guess you know so. I mean? uh-huh. My people, yep. Lord. 
They Ooh, got all of me. Yep. They got my car insurance, my home. They got everything belonging to me. Mm-mm. Anyway. As long as the emu oh. don't have it. All right. Anyway, so, so well. Um, well, that wraps up the weird news. Yeah. Oh, boy. That was so a we'll, good one. we'll take a small break and we'll come back with uh, Red Wine with her segment called I'm Just Saying. A sophisticated, bougie uh, uh, Republican, Republican Red Wine. We'll be right back after this break. Thank you. What's Tom. your opinion? We want to know on the late night adult pajama party. Call us now on 914-803-4306 and tell us if you agree or disagree or if you don't care one way or the other. If you've been waiting all week to tell somebody what's on your mind, now is your chance. Dial 914-803-4306 and press 1 to speak with the Pajama Party live on the air. To listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen banner on the top right. If you'd like to advertise your business with us, get in touch on www.apajamaparty.com. So call us now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We will get to you as quick as we can. Now, back to the Pajama Party Live. Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Okay, well, uh, we're going to turn the mic over to red wine. So I'm just saying? So I'm just saying. Okay. Well, I'm going to get right into it. I'm just saying, check your sources. That's what I'm saying tonight. Check your sources, people. I read a post on social media from a group that promotes black businesses uh, this week. And they do a real good job, you know, about getting the word out about black businesses, black entrepreneurs, and all of that. However, I have to say that they made some accusations against Amazon, and I had to look at it twice because, of course, it got my curiosity going. So I was like, wait a minute, you're saying what? Now, I realize, of course, that Amazon does make it difficult for smaller businesses to get their fair share of the market. And there's a lot of people who wish that Amazon would just go away. However, you still got to be fair. So this post went on to say that Amazon had taken a black slogan from a black-owned company and printed it and sold it as their own product. And it wasn't clear whether the black-owned company had mentioned if they had uh, secured a copyright or trademark or any of that for this particular slogan. So I was all ready to get all fired up, you know, and start protesting Amazon and rally the troops and all of this. And then I said, wait, let me check the sources. Let me find out really what's going on. Now, that was just what a social media post said. So I said, all right, before I jump on the bandwagon, check it out. So I start reading and doing some research and come to find out this particular slogan, which was hella black, um, what was the thing? It was hella black something. But I go to look it up, and turns out it wasn't Amazon that printed it. It was a group of different companies who printed the slogan and were selling it on Amazon. But it was not an Amazon product because Amazon, you know, has their own products, their own brand. And then, of course, they're a platform 
for a lot of companies. Thousands and thousands of vendors and stuff sell their stuff on Amazon. So in this case, it was not Amazon who hijacked this slogan. It was other companies. So if you're expecting Amazon to go and check all of this stuff, I don't think that's really what they're in the business of doing. They host companies that sell products. As long as you're not doing something that looks illegal or if you're doing, like, knockoffs of designer stuff, they'll flag that. But if you just throw some T-shirts out there and say, my name, my company is ABC and I'm selling hella black, hella proud T-shirts, they're like, all right, cool. As long as we get our share off the top, you can sell whatever you like, print whatever you like. So this particular uh social media post was really in the wrong this time. And I was the point I'm getting at is that before we jump on the bandwagon and start slamming and smearing any company, you really need to check your sources and find out what's really the truth. So let's not be so quick to judge and and start picketing and start posting and reposting and tweeting and retweeting and calling people and doing all this stuff to say don't buy from this company or don't support this particular company you really need to slow your roll and check your sources so that's the lesson i'm just saying before you get on folks check your sources because you know how some people say if you come for me i will answer so don't come for these companies and get be all loud and wrong check your sources first because if you come for me, I got something for you. So if you come for me, you better be correct. That's all I'm saying, Papa Didi. This is red wine, and I'm just saying word to the wise. Before you try to put somebody in check and throw them under the bus, you better check your sources. That's all I got for you. I'm just saying. Okay. So. Uh-oh. Here we go. The moral of the story is that. Check your sources. I understand that, but at what point do we give a damn about Amazon? It's not about Amazon. That just happened to be the example. I'm saying whoever it is. Before you jump on somebody, well, whether it's a person, a company, I, I understand that, whatever, and I can appreciate I can appreciate that analogy. But all I'm saying is that when we're talking about people like Amazon, Home Depot, Lowe's, uh, Walmart, you know, now coming into Wegmans, we're talking about people that that has smashed the hell out of people for years. Oh, over the last ugh, man, time flies. Let's say ten last ten years. Do you know how many mom-pop hardware stores that, that Lowe's and Home Depot's put out of business? Yeah, a lot. Okay. Do you realize how many small businesses that Amazon has put out of business? Many. Many. They have sucked the life out of people. I mean, nowadays, in order to do something, then when you try to add them into what it is, you're, I'm not contradicting your story. I'm just saying the fact that I would have no sympathy for them. I use them myself personally when I need something. Only when I need something. I need something quick. I need it now. All right, I have nobody else to rely on because you got the market. But I am not going to stand up for their ass in anything. You know what I mean? It's not, they just don't, they, they've they got enough. Bezos don't even know, he don't even know what to do with himself anymore. You know what I mean? He mean, divorce his wife because what do you find, a new piece of ass? I mean, 
was that about? All the money you got, you gave her all the all your money, all the money. I mean, to prove what you know, and how how are you and that woman that you you know lost your wife for? How y'all doing now? You know what I mean? I mean, I just think you did it because you can, or because you you had the power. But what is power? Because see, after a while, everything gets old. You know, the only thing constant in life is change. And after a while, that'll be somebody else will come along and replace them, or his his children or grandchildren come along and and and, and fuck that business. No, up. I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? So. But I'm just saying think, it's not about defending Amazon well, or any it, other. It's not like you were, you know. No, I mean, I'm making point, conversation, but no, I'm just saying that I don't want that to be what you take away from what I'm saying. Yeah, but you were sounding like I, it just happened to be a story that had to do with someone saying Amazon did black businesses wrong. Right, but if and you in were that talking about particular instance, Amazon was not guilty. Yeah, but if you were talking time. about any other corporations that did that, I would understand and go along with it. But the fact that you implemented a multi-billion-dollar company in the mix of that, I don't have no sympathy to them because they can do stuff like that if they wanted to. You know, they can do. Look at Donald Trump. He lived his life just suing people. This that like they called the a guy. They called his lawyer the fixer. Because all he would do is what he wanted to do, and when he got in trouble, he'd sick the lawyer on him. All and if I'm you're a poor person, if you're wrong, you're wrong, and if you're not, then okay. you shouldn't be accused of being okay, wrong. Okay, well then don't put billionaires in the mix on that. Let's talk about regular people. And that's my example. When you implement I'm going to make my example but, but how I want. But if you put billionaires, I'm going to make my example how I want. I hope if those, you don't like Amazon, that's cool. I didn't see. I didn't say that. I'm not saying that I'm a, a lover of Amazon. I'm saying it wouldn't matter if it was. Joe Bob's store on the corner. If somebody wrote some information and said Joe Bob stole some stuff from a black business and ran it as their own and turned out that that was not true, I would say the very same thing. Right. Then we can talk about Joe Bob, but Joe Bob is normal. But I was using We're talking a real about example. It just happened to be Amazon, but it was still a real-life example. Okay. Anyway, we're going to leave it alone. Kettle, you out there still? I'm still here. I'm, I, I yeah, want to have to be referee or what? Up. I got no, you know, you know. <laughs> Oh, Papa didn't like my example, and no, I'm like, okay, man, that's cool. That's kind of I'm not trying to defend Amazon because Amazon is, like, you know, they've done know. a lot of stuff. But yeah. in this case, they didn't do it yeah. this time. Okay. They probably did yeah. it 99 other times, but they didn't do it this time. Okay. Okay. Like I said, Amazon and Disney, you know, you know, the Lion King has a song called. Uh, in the jungle, the quiet jungle, the lion speaks tonight. Mm. That song was written mm-hmm. by, you know, black people years and years ago. They never got the credit, nor did, did Disney ever pay them a dime for using that. And it was it was in The Lion King, which made billions. And, and you know, so what I'm saying is when it comes to Walt Disney, Amazon, Home Depot, Lowe's, I've got no sympathy for these people. These people have squeezed the, the juice out of Joker's choker, man. So I'm not, you know, anyway. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. I'll easily forget. Yeah, I'm going to get off my soapbox. You going to take a little CC break? Take, we can take a break because I'm about to choke. I mean, I'm about to, you know, talk to old girl. All right, we'll take a break. Cattle? <laughs> get your boy. Man, All right. No, we'll take a break. Let me get back with her. So I'm about to, you know. Yeah. All right. All right. Welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir. 
Okay, that's red wine screaming from the pantry. She's back there feeding her alcoholism. Anyway, uh, we're going to get on. Uh, my segment here called Living for the City. I want to talk about uh, Megan McCain. You know Megan McCain? Megan McCain is one of the voices on The View. Okay? That's your girl. She's the daughter of uh, John McCain, who lost against Barack. And the, uh, who did he beat first? Did he beat Romney first or did he beat McCain first? I think he beat McCain first. Cause McCain came out with that uh, that female. What's her name? Uh, Sarah. Uh, Sarah Palin. Or Palin. Palin, yeah. Her and her husband divorced, by the way. Oh, they did? It was quiet, but, yeah, they, they you know, I don't know who got tired of who, but uh, they're divorced now. So she's a single woman. Ooh. And she's still she's hanging out with me. You know, she can see Russia from her yard, you know. And she puts lipstick on pigs and everything else. <laughs> anyway, uh, but Meghan McCain and Whoopi got into it today. It was probably a rerun. They were talking about something from the fall or whatever. But, but anyway, they were talking about, no, it wasn't rerun. Uh, they were talking about the, the pandemic, and she was saying how uh, everybody jumps on Republicans for not wearing masks and everything. But then she said nobody said anything during the Black Lives Matter uh issue where all the protesters out there and she didn't see a lot of masks on some people out there and she said nobody speaks on that she said why do they get a pass so Megan really was showing her true colors which she does every now and then you know she tried to act like she's unified with the other ladies on the view but then she she her her Republican you know squeaky toy squeaks out every now and then you know you hear a little rubber ducky squeak and she can't really hide it you know and uh, she was saying other things uh, today also about the whole Karen situation, what they call the white girls Karen, you know, for ratting on black people for doing stuff, selling water and stuff like that. You know, they got to mm-hmm. showing the white people that are going off or they're flagging blacks for doing stuff. And, and she had issue with that. She said, well, you know, what nobody talks about when what black people do. I mean, she was in rare form. They showing her true whiteness. It was unbelievable. I was like, wow. I mean, you know, and like I said, you, you never know. And I, I'm only saying that to say that you never know. Because you, you look at the view three out of five days, and Megan is talking to, um, you know, Whoopi and all of them, and they got a general conversation that's even kill and all that. But every now and then, Megan will come out and show her Republican whiteness in the rarest form because she knows that her people is listening to her, so he she has to represent. You know, the same with the way people when they praise Donald Trump. Because they know Donald Trump is listening. So they, they throw praise at him. I mean I've heard people talk about Trump on Meet the Press and all that. And it's almost like they know that Donald Trump is listening because they throw all this praise out for him and he's doing a great job and all that. I mean it's almost like if they say something bad about him I don't know whether he's going to crucify their ass or, or what the what the underlining consequences is for saying something bad about Trump and the way people are talking. But it's so interesting because looking at his age and where he is in life and his whole situation where he lost half his cabinet, this is the only president I know where half his cabinet jobs still aren't even filled. Now, Barack had a person who was in charge of this, director of this, administrator of this. He filled every job that the government is paying for president to have. Trump only has about 60% of his job, his jobs filled. I mean, he has all his cabinet jobs filled, but all the other mediocre type jobs for support jobs that support the cabinet jobs aren't filled because for one, he can't get people to work for him or he's firing people so fast that nobody's really hanging around. 
the only people Trump really has now in this corner is the, the gentleman uh, uh, Barr and the Treasury guy, which goes to show you that all Trump always surrounds himself with is lawyers and money people, if you notice that. Okay, what's the Treasurer's name? Uh, Mnuchin. Mnuchin. Red Wine knows him well. We won't say why, but she knows him well. Mnuchin and, and uh, Barr, who is a district attorney, which means he's in charge of all the lawyers, all the cops, all the everything. He's the head lead, the head lawman of the world. And who is his name? Manuch. Manuchin. Manuchin is the money man. If you got your stimulus check, his name was on it, unless Trump put his name on a check also. So anyway, but Manuchin, if you notice, the only people that are volatile in Trump's cabinet that he gives a damn about is Manuchin and Barr. The lawman and the money man. That's all he gives a shit about because he knows if you're protected with cash and protected with the law, you're good. You're good. He could pardon anybody he wants to. Like we were saying earlier how the gentleman's getting life, you know, in in jail for stealing some hedge cutters or whatever. And Trump then already gave, uh, you know, commuted the sentence of three or four different these crooked guys was with him through the years. And they've been knowing Trump for 30, 40 years. They've been his cronies forever. And he pardoned all of them. You know, go away. Go away. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So the people that do the stuff they do and act the way they do, all these cops that are getting away with stuff, you don't think that Barr is calling these different municipalities and telling them to not arrest these different cops that are doing these different things to black people? Let them off? Like I told you, Barr is the boss of everybody. Of anybody that's got to do with law enforcement, the district attorney of the United States of America runs everything that got to do with the law. Okay? And Minute is running internal revenue, which got to do with every minute of every day, every time you punch that damn clock, every time you scratch your ass. If it got something to do with money, they know about it. You do something wrong with internal revenue, they'll show you the last time that you wrote a check, cash a check, okay? They'll show you the last time you put a damn $5 bill in a Google girl's goddamn G-string. They know it all, okay? Internal revenue will go up your ass like a drill and then hit the damn button and spin it in reverse, Ah! Ah, welcome to my world. Ouch. Give it to me, everything. We're going to take your check, take your money, garnish your wages, the whole nine. And Trump is right involved with these two people. Remember that. He got the law and he got the money man. That man just signed off on, what is it, $2 trillion to it? I never heard the word trillion before Trump came in office. And you busted a trillion dollar check? What? What? Damn! And you only gave everybody twelve hundred dollars. That's only if you made less than seventy-five thousand. Shit, for a trillion dollars, you could have gave everybody five grand and still had change. That's a lot of damn money. That's a hundred billion dollars. Man, please, I'm gonna leave that alone. That I just want to leave mention Ooh. that tonight on my living for the city. Just keep that in, the, in your back pocket on what Trump stays close to. Every time you see him doing a press conference, who's on his right and who's on his left? The lawman and the money man. Think about it. Follow the money. Follow the money and follow the law. That's all I got to say. What? All right. Oh, I um, I wanted to add a little bit. You were talking about Megan. Um, yeah. She's a mess. Yeah. Um, she got a nice rack. Though. Got a nice rack. She got a real nice rack. I'm gonna be honest with you. 
I, oh, yeah. I just wanted to mention this. You. She had already mentioned that cleavage is a mouth. Uh, she had already mentioned that she was privileged. She already said that. We already know yeah. that. And then she had to make a comment. It was a guest on there from Blackish, um, mm. Yara Shadihi, the young lady, right. um, you know, that plays the daughter on there. Yeah. yeah. And she talks, She, I mean, she speaks well. Oh, she's grown. And she's way, a little girl, but yeah, Lord knows yeah. she's got a grown mind. Right. Yeah. But, but the way Megan had said after she thought, was talking, after she finished, oh, you speak well. Yada. I said, your white ass need to sit your damn uh-huh. ass down. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, are you, I, I want to go through that, that TV. Yeah. I do, too. And Whoopi yeah. looked at her he, like, he was, really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, you speak yeah. so well for a Negro. You sound so intelligent. Yeah, well, well it, took, it took her. It took Megan's father to be a senator for her to get right. So anyway. Wow. Yeah, ain't that something? I always tell people that you know that part about a lot of folks, especially white folks, is that they get into the privilege and then they come out to common folk acting like we don't know something that they just learned. It's almost like somebody tells you how to put the knife, fork, and spoon on either side, the right side of the plate, and then you go out the next day to your black friends acting like you know this shit so well when you just learned where the knife, fork, and spoon goes. You just learned the shit yesterday. Mm-hmm. And now you're talking to people like you are so you know the whole scheme yeah, on how to set a table. So Everybody's so ignorant to the fact, you know, that... Oh, oh, y'all don't know how to set a table? Let me show y'all. Well, that's because you clean houses of, of jokers and you see it every day, and now you're going to bring it to the to the hood like you such a pro at it when you do the shit for a living. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, so we'll, yeah, but I understand what you're saying, Kettle, how, how you're going you're gonna to look at the girl who's very versed, and now you're shocked because she ain't talking all tongue-tied and, and buckweakish and, and, and all that stuff that she, that Megan is growing. And Megan ain't that old. I wouldn't give her no more than 36, 37 years old. Yeah. So what the hell does she know Isn't about she shit? Is she pregnant now? Who knows? She fat. I thought out. I heard her say at one point that she was expecting. Well, she's <laughs> thick with big pockets. It was a stomach with just Anyway, we're going to move anyway. on to that. If you guys got, look, if you guys anyway. got any questions or comments about Megan or any damn body, hit us up yeah, give us a call. 803-4306. Give us a call. And press one. Press one if you're already, yeah. if you're already listening. Press <laughs> one. Get in the queue. And tell us how you oh, feel. Lordy. Tell me to shut up That's and go to good. hell. Tell Red Wine what, she's a Republican is, go to hell. Uh, anyway. Well, this is a good this is a good segue to my Hollywood uh, wrap-up. So I'm going to well, uh, wait, make Carol, it short and sweet. Carol, can, yeah. I, can I interrupt yes. you and take a caller sure. before you go into the Hollywood wrap-up? Sure, we sure can. Come on with it. All right. All right. Caller, welcome to the Pajama Party Show. Go right ahead with your comment. Oh, my comment is y'all doing a great job. But I'm going to have to get on the first. You're welcome. Uh, I'm going to get a train with uh, Red Wine about that statement she made, and Papa Didi got all hot and not bothered. Oh, man. (laughs) You know what? She don't need no more fans, man. Thank you, caller. She's Republican, you know, right? I am not. I'm I'm agreeing with you about the the, uh, corporations and stuff. But one thing we got to remember, with those corporations, you made a valid point. And with those corporations, also, this is not really relevant to what you were saying, but it's kind of. A lot of those corporations are tied into politics, them big corporations. When you mm-hmm. look at those corporations, look at their polit- political affiliations and see Ooh, where their money is going. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah, and their money. Like, 
Olive Garden, they donate to Trump. Oh, yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, so mm. you got to know those things, you know. So I, I'm kind of on her on her train, uh, Papa Didi, so don't beat me and her up. All right. All right Thank well, you, Carlos. Well, long, I wear, I wear, as long as y'all think about me Christmas time, I wear a double XL. And, you know, so, I'm a quartering from Amazon for you. No, we got to order from China and they're going to come through well, Amazon. No. <laughs> That's right. Oh, don't go there. All right. All right. Well, okay. I'm double XL in shirts and draws, especially draws because I'm, I'm hung low. Here we go. All right. Okay. All right. I just stopped going I'm hung low. So double XL in draws. Did you hear me? If you stop going what? to the ice cream truck, you will have some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next call. Next call. Anyway. We're going to take a little CC after this one. I want to regroup now. We're going to take a CC and come back with the uh, Thank you, Hollywood wrap-up. That wrap was up. too funny. All right. Oh, my goodness. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we're going to take a little break and come back with the uh, – Hollywood wrap up here. Okay, we can do that and we're coming right back. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. Oh. We're going to turn over to uh, Kettle for the Hollywood wrap up. Uh, she'll show. Uh, What's happening Kettle? in Hollywood, Kettle? Well, well, well. You need your theme music? Come on with it, Papa. <laughs> 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 Thank you very much. Um, this is this, uh, what we just talked about was a good segue to uh, Al Roker. He has a new book coming out called You Look So Much Better in Person. Um, mm. In his 44 career, he goes back to um, his first encounter with racism on, on the job. Um, so his career at NBC began 24 years ago, 78, uh, with YK, I'm, I'm sorry, with WKYC. It's an affiliate of Cleveland. So you already know Cleveland. So mm. not only did the face of his first racist experience at work, it happened live on the air. So he talks about the story about this guy named um, Craig. Um, he's a white guy from Cleveland. And um, the white guy had encountered a homeless man one night. And the guy rolled up a paper, piece of paper and tapped him on the head. So when he comes to, the, to, comes to work the next day, he says to Al, to Al that, your people, I was attacked by your people. So, uh, you know, uh, he said this on air. He said, yeah, I was walking down the street and this homeless guy, which was black, tapped me on the head and he said, I got attacked by your people. And Al, you know, he, he just like, you know, why would you get attacked by a weatherman? You know, he was, he was more or less saying. So he kind of tried to make light of the situation. He did this on air. But um, that was his first encounter, he said, um, with racism as far as on the air. So, But everything is in his book called You Look So Much Better in Person. So. Wow. Um, mm. my, my girl, Oprah Winfrey, she wants to be um, marching in honor of Breonna Taylor. 
Um, everybody knows that she's always on her old magazine. She's always on the front cover. She's going to pay tribute to Breonna Taylor and put Breonna Taylor on the front cover of the old magazine. Mm-hmm. For the first time in eons, what, 20-year history, she's going to pay tribute to her. So she goes on to say, um, it is my hope that if we continue to say her name, write her name, and let no one forget her life, the people who are responsible for killing her, um, those who remain complicit by doing nothing, shall be brought to justice. That's my yeah. girl. She said what she got to say. She puts it down. That's all I can say. So you got to yeah, go out and get still them. walking around free. <clears throat> and that's a mess. I mean, they haven't even... They have, I can't even get into that. <laughs> They're going to make me mad. Um... Miss Nice, Ellen DeGeneres. Um, she's been called on the carpet by Brad Garrett. You know, Brad Garrett used to play in um, the show um, Everybody Loves Raymond, um, the tall guy with the, with the black curly hair. Um, he's called um, Ellen staff out on the carpet saying there's been some – he didn't really go into yeah. details, but he was saying that Ellen bears the responsibility of the workplace culture. And he's saying the culture in the workplace in Ellen's um, show was not, you know, on the up and up. It's not a happy place, so to speak, as he mm, tries to wow. portray that it is. So um, she said they're going to be doing some investigation, and I guess we'll hear about it later. But she did apologize and said, yeah, my name is on, you know, the sign, so I'm responsible. Sure. So, but he hasn't been on that show since 2007. So he's just coming out and talking about it. So you know so what went odd. down. Very. That's what I said. That's very odd. But um, you yeah, know, maybe well. something came to the forefront. He needed to, you know, come out and say something. So. Yeah. Well, a lot of ladies come forward with their allegations with stuff years and years later. So. Good. That's I'm true. Saying, Last but not least, um, Kim Kardashian. She's torn over divorcing Kanye West. So they're not sure. She's going on another rant about he wants to become president and some other things. He had mentioned some personal things that um, only him and his wife knew, um, I think, about her um, being pregnant. And she's, she wasn't able to have other children, but he mm. came out and told it anyway. But... Um, Oh, of course, he apologized, and uh, he did buy a exactly. ranch, and he stays more on the ranch, and she visits him at least once a month, and that's it. So um, it's going to be interesting Damn. to see what's going to happen with that situation. Yeah. So maybe he can get himself together. You need to get some help, take some pills, or do something. But, uh, yeah. So Yeah, he's crazy. That's my Hollywood. Yeah, so something's wrong. Something's wrong, but... And we yeah. just got an imbalance, chemical imbalance or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's not um, Hollywood wrap-up. Yeah, that's not. You're right. You're right. So. All right. We, Thank we you shall for that. see. We'll talk. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, that was a good segment, Carol. Um, Thank you. You know, um, as we go into the kissing list after that, the first one I want to put on the kissing list is Kanye West because it seems like, I don't know, it's just so sad. I always use I use a statement. I always say that if I was a slave, I've been a dead slave. 
And I mean that sincerely because I know where my spirit is as far as taking crap from people that I know that are much much more ignorant than I would ever be. You know, I think the biggest thing in life that has to do with racism is ignorance. And I think that Kanye West is a patsy of Donald Trump at this point because, see, what Donald Trump is trying to do is win this election. He'll do it by any means necessary. I think I think he's taking a... a, a a page out of the book of Malcolm X by any means necessary. If you look at the followers that Kanye West has, if Kanye West has a million followers and he can divert a million votes to Kanye West, that's just mm-hmm. a little tip of the iceberg to, to grab some votes away from. And if Kanye West is willing to do that, I mean, because it's just as crazy as, and I'm just going to get off of this in one second, but the gentleman who runs the housing area, what's his name again? Ben Carson. Ben Carson. You know, Ben Carson is down at the Great Blacks and Wax in Baltimore. Have you ever been to the Great Blacks and Wax in Baltimore? The wax mm-hmm. museum they got there? Yes. He has a yep. wax figure in Baltimore for being a neurosurgeon. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben Carson used to go on people's heads and fix their... You know how many families used to honor Ben Carson for saving their family members' lives by doing brain surgery on them? Do you realize that? And do you realize do you realize what, what Trump has reduced his intelligent ass to? To run in the fucking housing department? Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, that's like taking me from being a surgeon to a fucking librarian. You know, I mean, I'm just putting that out there. Which go to show you the mindset of some of our beautiful black people and how we can be reduced mentally to serve that white train that's controlling our membrane. And fucking Ben Carson used to adjust membranes, and now his own membrane has been adjusted by Donald Trump. And, and Kanye West, the same way. His shit is being adjusted. You, you, if you think don't think that Donald Trump is behind the crap that Kanye's doing, then you are not paying attention to society. Anyway, so let's get with the kiss of this. First one I'll put on there is Kanye West, and we'll put Ben Carson while we at it. Let's put his ass on there. <laughs> But selling out, you know. Uh, who else? Uh, red wine. Put red wine on there. Well, then put Papa Didi on. She's been all in my ass tonight. Uh, let's see. Okay, we got a. Uh, let's see, Laura, the Virginia mayor. Uh, yeah, that Barry was uh, Lorraine yeah. in Lorraine, yeah, Virginia. Right, yeah. I'm putting the mayor of Luray, Virginia, his name is Barry Pressgrave, mm-hmm. for posting mm-hmm. on Facebook that Joe Biden had picked Aunt Jemima as his running mate. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. thought it was funny. Ignorant pea brains, I'm telling you. Ignorant, and their brain ain't no oh. bigger than a damn peanut. It's crazy. Anyway. Also, also the people oh, yeah. of Aurora, um, the police department of Aurora. Yeah, the Aurora Police Department putting Colorado. them kids on the ground. With yeah, guns drawn on a six-year-old secret service that went against the people yeah. at the yep. World War II Memorial that set them up, yep. wanted to shoot them. Um, also, yeah. I've got ex-Trump aide and right-wing radio host Sebastian Gorka for suggesting that we just put teachers in body condoms or hazmat suits and send them on to school. He mm. said, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Put them in a body condom or a hazmat suit. And Jerry Falwell's son. Yeah. Who uh, showed his ass. He got busted. He had his pants down and another lady had her pants down on the yacht. 
and they kicked him out of the uh, out of the Liberty uh, Liberty College. He was a yeah. CEO, or whatever. But that's just history repeating itself because I remember his father got rid of uh, Tammy Faye Baker and Jim Baker when they were all messed up. Remember Tam- Tammy Faye was oh, yeah. crying her makeup off her face, and Jerry Farwell mm-hmm. came along and took the business from them. That's and now his son lost a damn business from being on a yacht messing around with another woman that wasn't his wife, and they got rid of his ass. Mm-hmm. So they ended up in history repeating that. That's an ignorance on ignorant. they all ignorant as hell. Well, I've yeah. got Trump on the list for saying that Biden was against God. Yeah. And also for Trump for lying about giving a no-drilling order off of Florida, which turned out to be a lie, as usual. Mm-hmm. We got Hasbro, mm-hmm. the toy company. Hasbro's on the list for making this female troll doll. You know those little trolls? Mm-hmm. Hasbro mm-hmm. got a troll doll out that now they've recalled that has a little voice-activated thing that's like right between the little doll's legs, and when you sit it down, it giggles. And they got the little thing what? right up in between the doll's legs. So when parents saw it, they were like, yo, hold up. This could get pedophiles going. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to take this back. So mm-hmm. Hasbro has apologized for that one. Uh, you already said Why would Kanye. you put a split between a goddamn doll's leg? Why would you put the voice-activated box that makes her giggle up in between her crotch? That's insane. Uh, you already said Kanye. Uh, Congress, Congress Lord, Lord. For not being able to agree on the stimulus package. Uh, did we say the Louisiana Supreme Court? No, we didn't. Tell for, for not letting that man get out of jail for the tw- uh, life sentence for stealing hedge clippers. Hedge clippers. And Trump is pardoning every goddamn white exactly. crony he done Megan McCain. Megan McCain, for her little racist ass, she's yeah. on the view like so neutral. But her, her racist <laughs> bubbles pop out of her damn skin. Yeah. But she got some nice-ass titties on that to her. Anyway. And the last one I have is Disney. I'm putting Disney on the list because I just found out today that Disney is, is charging $30 for that Mulan live-action thing. And this is on top of Disney Plus. So they're saying if you got Disney Plus, which you already got to pay for, mm. they're going to charge you $30 to see this damn Mulan because they're trying to make their money back because they kept delaying it and delaying it, and now they can't hit the big screen. But why does Disney have so to make any money back? So now they want to charge $30 on top of Disney you owns cancel? everything. What money they got to make really? back? Really? $30? All right. We Man. got anybody else, y'all, because we're running out of time. That's it. That's everybody? That's it. All right. Here's a prize for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. Kiss my entire All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One equals Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Oh, so I, darling. 
And we're up to the last word. So what's your last word, Papa D? My last word is that I, I just want to um, definitely, again, give my condolences to Kettle on the passing of your brother. Sincerely, uh, I consider him a friend, a mentor, a very educated man, a very educated man, a very soft-spoken brother who spoke the truth about his life and who he was and was real about who he was. And just, just was so smart, so educated. I mean, I just love the brother's intellect. And when he talked, I just listened. And God bless his soul, his spirit. And I hope that your family recovers from that in God's speed. And God bless you guys. And uh, you have my condolences completely. And this is Red Wine. And my last word is, of course, my condolences as well. I considered him as a cousin to me. So I'm going to miss my cousin and his jokes and his laughter. Everything. And, uh,. I just want to say, you know, like I said, check your sources. You know, before you jump on somebody, check your sources. You know, if you're going to come for them, come correct. That's my last yeah. word. Over to you, Cal. Well, my last word, thank you for the condolences. I appreciate that. Um, also, for um, the gentleman that called in earlier about this um, story about the guy that's supposed to have stolen the head clippers, um... We just need to wake up, you know. We might get back out there and start marching like George Floyd. I mean, but this man, he deserves another chance. Um, just the attempt of him stealing some hedge clippers, he might not have taken them. He was attempting to take them. So for the Supreme right. Court, you know, um, that was the Supreme Court of Louisiana, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, hopefully it will get to the to, to the big wig um, Supreme Court here and things will be overturned. So we're just going to pray pray for the brother and his family and um, God speed to them too. So that's my last word. Yeah. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate the callers. Yeah, thank you. And uh, thanks to our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. Again, our condolences to Kettle's family. We're here for you. If you need anything, call on us. We'll do what we can. We got your back. Uh, we'll oh, do it again. Let's see. Next, No, not next Friday. Friday after next. Yeah. Next week will be pre-recorded, so you can still check us out. We'll uh, give you some information and make you smile. But we'll be live again Friday after next. So, again, thanks for hanging out. We're going to say good night and get on out of here. Say good night, Papa. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Kettle. Good night. And good night, everybody. Thanks for hanging with us. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko. Shut up. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Thanks.
Pop, 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 pop,